Check it, check it, check it. This is Unique House. It's your boy ECO, and I'm with the lovely, amazing, official Miss Jamaica. What's going on? Not none, you know, my dad, all gone. Well, I want y'all to know like, subscribe, follow us on all social media platforms Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, you name it, Patreon, especially for all our full length interviews. And we're also on YouTube membership. That's where you can go ahead and sign up and see our full length interviews before these clips come out. Because you know, the clips can take a while before the full length start coming out. So if you want to see it first, the sign up for our membership package and you'll be the first to see it. Man, 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 we got a special guest here today, y'all. She really don't need no introduction, man. This young lady, she this is her second time on the show, man. Taylor Denise is in the building, man. From Shade Room, uh, all that other stuff, man. She also do a lot. She don't just do one thing. She is very, very uh, diverse when it comes down to hustling, man. Entrepreneurship, man. Let's go on. What's going on, young lady? Hey, what's up? I'm so excited y'all brought me back. Man, why not? <laughs> man, why not? I mean, it's going down, man. So uh, just, I mean, you know, so for people who really don't know who you are, let's let's just go back in a little bit. Who who is Taylor Denise? Yeah, so um, Taylor uh, Dinese. Dinese, um, I'm yeah, sorry. My, my sister named Denise. No, yeah, my grandmother's middle name is Denise, so she yeah. named me Dinese. Dinese. Yeah, okay, so just to switch it up a little bit. But um, yeah, so pretty much um, right now I am the director of social content at the, for the Shade Room Teens at the Shade Room. Um, I'm also a publicist for Darrow, um and a few other people in the city. And then... Um, I also have a podcast called the No Fuck Boy Show. Um, it's y'all still gotta come on, E. I, I'm, not, I'm not. I did not forget. I did not forget. You still gotta come on and support the podcast. Do you know I've never been on nobody's platform in my life. Listen, it's the first time yeah. for everything. It, bear with me, okay? okay. <laughs> but definitely. Uh, so, what made you guys uh, start a podcast? Or is it just you? Uh, it's me it's and three other people mm -hmm. um, But it originally started with me And another set of three other people It was people I went to high school with And we just um, One day I just like Really wanted to do a podcast And I asked them if they wanted to do it We all knew each other We grew up together So we just decided to do it um, And we really wanted to The motto of the podcast is Competition makes headlines But community makes a movement And I feel like in Dallas, we always trying to compete with each other. We always trying to like who can get to the top first. And so one thing about the podcast is like, I'm gonna bring on somebody that you probably don't know in the city. I'm gonna connect people kind of like what we just did at the beginning, like kind of connecting people that usually don't connect in the city and then um, supporting each other. And really just, we talk about all things relationship topics. So we got a show coming up where we're gonna talk about side chicks and that whole uh, conversation that's been going on around like side chicks and stuff. And then we also like, interview each person and then we play some games so it's pretty chill it's pretty fun man maybe I, maybe I can get Pokey Brad to come on there the one same side piece he been on whoever been on, that, that'll be a hard hard podcast then cause that's his whole that's what blew up for yeah. him yeah you probably never heard the song that's Southern Blues I don't think I have <laughs> I, I don't know, think I have and you know and funny thing is like when you think about when you said side chicks you know for some reason what come to my mind because Nikki Natural been on here and I know like on her show not on her show on her, her Instagram she always talking about you know men can't be monogamous they can't have this one person they have to have like multi even if they're married they yeah. always have like a side chick or somebody and even I wouldn't even call them a side chick because the wife or whoever will know and sometimes mm. it'll be 
all of them together or you know whatever and that's like a new norm poly. now mm -hmm. yeah this poly life that people are talking about um and you're married right i am so what do you think about that being married and um people with poly life and stuff like that personally um i have some friends that are in poly relationships and like that's them <laughs> like if that's i just feel like whatever works for you you got to kind of define that for yourself and let it work for you. So it doesn't bother me. I think a lot of people have a lot of opinions about other people's relationships that you not going home with that person. You know what I mean? Like as a friend, only thing I could really do is be there for you. Like I would be with a friend who was married or single. You know what I mean? Just be there for you. And we, I mean, I've never, I mean, honestly, the person that I know that's in a poly relationship is the coolest person I've ever really? met. So yeah, like I, I don't, I don't, it doesn't bother me at all. Because one thing I always wonder, I'm like, I know that um, the person who is not so-called a wife or who's always there with that person must get jealous every now and again because if you build in a relationship and you're with somebody all the time, you know, every now and again, you want to be that person who lives there, be with them all the time, do everything with them. Now, you know, we females get attached and want that, right. you know, so how does that work? You know, it's not for me. Like, I, I, I can't lie and act like I would be open to something like that. But I think for the people, like if you come with the understanding of what you're getting yourself into and the communication is clear and the lines of expectation is clear, then I mean, if you catch feelings bigger than what you're supposed to, then that, you know, it's you on just, you. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to say like it's only on you, but like, yeah, it kind of is. If you it'd be different if you didn't know you were getting yourself in that mm -hmm. situation. But if you know you're getting yourself in this, that situation, like. Come on. Well, you know, it's uh, something else. I, you know, you just, you don't really know what a man feels and what a man wants, you know. <laughs> you guys, you know, y'all trying to figure out what men like because you, we are the kings. You exactly. Know? And so I think you should just wait on a man that find a good wife. He did find a good wife. I'm old school. Find it a good thing. Yeah, so I don't I don't mm -hmm. really I don't go with the new I'm not with from the new school, you know. But you know, you just gotta be honest with yourself, man. I can't really deal with just one woman yeah, dealing with you. We're dealing like with lot. you. Like mm -hmm. this is we've been together for twenty years. <laughs> Not too much on Mr. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can't <laughs> deal with no three, four, five of y'all running around with all these damn questions, man. You know what I'm saying? It so it is a huge commitment. I ain't for got the man. time for it that, is, man. You know, yeah. I really don't want to be around a lot of time nobody. Yeah. And you're spending a lot more money too. Uh, I ain't spending a lot more damn money. We're getting a lot more work done, starting a lot more businesses. Y'all oh. ass gonna have to help. You know, if you wanna hang out with me. If you want to be with me, you got to have a J-O-B, the old song used to say. So I don't know if y'all know about old school, but yeah, this is a different world where I come from. It ain't yeah. like that. So I'm not, I'm, I'm really up more old school. I don't, I really, I'm a, I mean, you know, I'm that uh, R&B song you used to listen to. You know what I'm talking about? Which one? Which one? Hey, I'm one of them niggas. So they all went down. <laughs> so now, nah, Taylor B, listen, man. What's been going on, man? Like with, with it, social media, they stopped paying on Instagram. I've heard. No, nah, damn it, I ain't no heard. I, I I lost money on that gig. Yeah. Now what happened? Like like you do you talk to Mark Zuckerberg? I don't talk to Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk to him. I think with social media, like it, I feel like the the amount of money that is being made and can be made off of social media, it is gonna. Uh, dwindle eventually like someone is going to figure out like another way to go about certain different things like just 
how we've gotten to where we are now. So I think just making sure that whatever skill set, like you guys are doing, building your own platform, making sure you have your own website, your own properties, you're getting people's emails and not just follows. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like a lot of people, you're you're so dependent on a platform that might disappear tomorrow. And so if we also make sure we have our own like database, if Instagram like disappeared tomorrow, like are you able to contact your fans and your followers? Mm -hmm. That's a big question to ask, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think with social media is just, with Instagram not paying, I, I think Meta in general is making some shifts and I don't know if it's because of a, you know, recent layoffs or whatever that looks like. I but think a lot has to do with yeah, that. So. But I think if anybody was going to create their own platform, as in like create another Facebook or so-called, right. now would be the best time to come up with it because a lot of people are frustrated at Instagram, at Facebook and all of that right. and they're looking for the next new TikTok, so to say, coming up. Right. Wow, I heard you say earlier that you was uh, working with Duro now. How did you guys even build that relationship and how did that come about? <laughs> yeah, so um, when I was 23, I was 23 at the time, I decided to send an email to every, pretty much like I had my journalism and I had like I, the stuff that I could go to school for, but entertainment is not that cut and dry. And so you, there's no like set path to go into entertainment. So I decided to email all of the, I would say, movers and shakers in Dallas. So from Erica Badu, Thoreau, like those were like my top ones. Like if they respond, that's dope. And then I, you know, even the ones that were up and coming, I, Mo3, like things like that, I sent them all emails and just told them a little bit about me. I went back and read the email recently. It was very long. Um, but I just told them a little bit about me and like my like path into social media and my path into like, publicity and uh, well actually it was social media at the time and Darrell hit me up and he was like meet me at the W I met him at the W and he basically told me that uh like I had my resume like I felt like it was a job interview I didn't know what to expect I'm only used to job interviews so I had got the resume and I showed it to him and he was like um, okay, thank you. And then he was just like, I already have a social media person, but I really feel like you should be in publicity. And honestly, when I when he said that, I really kind of like felt defeated because I was like, dang, like all my experiences in social media, like I don't know this lane that he's trying to put me in. Um, and he finally, like, we just, he just told me to try it. Like, just try it. Like, I, I see the vision, you don't see it yet. And I was just like, I don't see what you're trying to get me to do. So I just did it. And it just came so natural to me. Like, it was just so easy for me to do like publicity and so from there it was like it was up like he kept me tapped in i was doing press releases because i had a journalism background so i knew how to do press releases like um i did press releases at a job before like uh, press kits media kits i just helped come create that i think it was when he had to jump back at the time that's when he was uh, dropping that and he had the row day um he got the key to the city so that all of that was happening around that time and i just um continued to stay tapped in with him and recently, last year is when I actually, it's funny, like probably five years later is when I actually felt like I understood what he wanted me to do this for. Like it was, my goal is to own a record label. So if I, I need to get contacts, I need to build relationships. And like, that's something I do naturally. And so he was just like, yeah, I feel like that's the, the route for you. And we, it's been, I've been getting more clients now. Like I, I'm really like honing into it than before I was kind of hesitant. I was really keep trying to give him social media strategy and he was like, nah, I don't want you in that room. Like I want you in this room, so. Wow, I think Darrow is one of those guys like when he was on the show, like you see how our energy is. We, ever since I started this, he always tapped in. Um, he, I'm Don Chief, you know, it's a few of them, man, that just 
as soon as I opened the doors of half pint films, it was certain yeah. ones that little running mother elf, you know, yeah. these guys, uh, they came and it was not a problem. They showed up. Oh boy, Prince. Um, yeah. you know, um, I think it's a blessing that, and fat pimp, I can't, I can't not say, I know I probably miss somebody. If I did, don't play with me. Okay. You know, I love you. But at the end of the day, you know, when you have that, the city to embrace you like they did when I just, I just opened the doors up to them, you know what I'm saying? And right. they came running because they felt like this was a great platform and they wanted something that defined them. And right. I think a lot of times uh, people don't have an image out there where people can understand who they are. And right. if a person convey it just right, then these, all these people that love you can get to know you and still care about who you are and your brand that you pretty much have. Because back in the days when he did ice cream paint job, um, people didn't know you. They didn't get to know you except for if you was on 106 in Park. Yeah. Or if you was on uh, uh, one of these uh, bigger mm -hmm. development, one of these bigger stations. Or right. That's all they got. They didn't get much back then. But now with podcasting yeah. and now with all the different uh, social media platforms, they get to know you. And I think it's very, very important how you introduce yourself. You know what I mean? So this this is the whole game. So now, like, what is the plans for for uh, rocking with the road? What do, what do you see in the near future for what you guys got? I know you got a big album dropping next month. Yes, he has um, Star Baby dropping on July seventh. We're actually doing a whole weekend uh, of events, and so he'll be doing. Uh, an event with the Rowan friends on that Friday when the album drops. Um, we haven't released the details for Saturday yet, but Sunday um, I am doing a Dallas Knights event and DeRoe is headlining. So we're kind of like wrapping all of that together. Um, so that outside of that for next month, um, there's a lot of stuff in store. I can't, I, I, I feel like me and Darrell need to come back and talk about it. Cause there's some stuff that's still up in the air that I can't talk about right now, but I would say, Duro is very serious about um, making sure the city is seen as one. I mean, we're one of the top five markets, but not in music, you know, so making sure the city is seen that way in the music space. And I feel like his strategic partnerships with the Mavs and the Cowboys and, um, you know, having relations with like Mark Cubans and Jerry Jones and um, even like with the city, with the different podcasts, Boss Talk and even the radio shows like he's able he's created that like footprint and that like guideline. And so just making sure that. Um, he's given back. I mean, we've seen he's done that with like Young Nation before, but like really just doing that on a larger scale. So wow, you know he's he is the guy that um, you know when I think about the city and the way his movement happened. He is a platinum artist. You know what yeah. I mean? And there's not a lot of them. Uh, you got OG Bobby Billions now, Mo Three, yeah, uh, Yellow Beezy, yeah. These are platinum artists in this city. Of course, Erica right. Badu, yeah. um, DOC, all this DLC, stuff. Yeah. All this stuff it goes without saying. You know, there is a place where we can build a foundation for the local artists here to know that, hey, man, you know, you you go to Dallas, man, there's a chance you can blow up. But you have to, it, it has to be some unification. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest things that the city don't have, like you started, you know, they make it out of a competition. Yeah. Instead of them coming together, there is no more. We are the world. We are the children. We are the ones that make a brighter day. So let's start giving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There is some really, really solid. Like I feel like it's kind of there's a lot of solid people because I built some really solid relationships in the city. But then there's kind of mixed in 
with like some people that you got to be aware of and I think sometimes people don't want to tell certain like things like hey make sure you you know watch out for this person or like make sure you be careful or you know and I think it's just make sure you have the right people in your camp who are keeping like hey like you need to know your I me mean, even you we had conversation you need to know your value you need to know your what you bring to the table and like if you don't have people like that in your circle then you're going to have a lot of competition in who you know because a lot of a lot of times you're you're putting yourself against people or putting yourself with people who um they don't want to see both of y'all win they want to see one of y'all win you know what i mean but you don't find it out until it's it's right you know right neck and neck i think uh big x had a song about that and i i can't remember what song it was but it was on amari and it, he talks about that like i was we was cool you knew the plan you knew what the plan was and then you kind of switched up i think it was called switched up yeah you kind of switched up on me when the when it wasn't going in your favor, it was going in my favor. But if it was going in your favor, I still would have been, you know, supporting you. And so I think just understanding the circle that you keep. Wow. So <clears throat> you you seem like you know, like like when me and you talk, I know already that you 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 definitely special and needed in the city. And I think you really really are way more, you know, of a, a you you know your your value. Is, is so much more than than what people would realize because of the way you're connecting with people and social media. Yeah, you know, uh, you come on Boss Talk 101, and that was hard. You know what I'm saying? How how do you think we do it? Far as pulling up in the city like we did, which this store been here for 17 years, man. Yeah, I would say with Boss Talk, like I think that you're no longer uh, a like for the city it's like y'all have no I'm saying like y'all like I feel like you know starting off you could have said that like yeah you were really trying to engage the city and bring on people in the city but the the people that you bring on ain't just for the city no more like it's grown but I like that because really like there's when you're seeing like these clips rolling on social media, it's boss talk, it's real life, it's sage, it's Dallas-based companies, and we don't really get our flowers for the 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 mark that we're making on podcasting and social media right now, and that's crazy to me. Even when you look at TikTok right now, all of those movements are boogie movements. Let's be honest, like those are boogie dances, and like people just created them into TikTok dances, and so just really like protecting our culture and protecting and also supporting each other, like. Um, you obviously get support, but there's other um, brands that I feel like don't. I feel like people like kind of are choosy and pick and choose who they want to support. And um, so just making sure we're tapping in with the, you know, people want to come through um, Dallas. You should be saying like, hey, have you hit up E? Have you hit up this person? Have you hit up? But people want to keep their contacts to themselves. And like, I just feel like if you got the key to the door, like try to get as many people in as possible. Yeah, I so. think I think it. I, and I and I, me, I'm so. I mean, I care about the people that I, I connect with. Right. You know what I mean? I want to do things to where, like, I go the extra mile to make sure that, like, like you just seen, that that person meets this person as this person right. is leaving or coming. Connect and, and connect the dots yeah. in that way. And strategically, because good people, you know, they kind of, you know, association brings about assimilation. Mm. So when you start hanging with this person, it's a reason. Like, you ain't going to just hang around if the energy ain't right. You know what I mean? So a lot of times the energy got to be right. There are certain people that have been on Boss Talk 101 that will never be back on Boss Talk 101. Mm. 
Uh, there are certain things that has happened on Boss Talk 101 that will never happen again because these are growing moments. Mm -hmm. We have to grow the platform. We have to bring the right people and the right energy around so that we can create this wave of positivity because right. I'm an older guy. My wife and I have been married for 20 years. Love All this that. stuff matters for me as to how people are embracing what we do in a way to where it can be of some value to them right. if they're watching this show. So we're not just bringing any and everybody. You have to be selected to come mm -hmm. on Boss Talk 101, and it definitely is spiritual, to be mm -hmm. honest with you. What you think? I totally agree. Yeah, well, yeah, there it is. She totally agree. <laughs> it's up then. No, <laughs> nah, I love y'all's relationship. I love how y'all compliment each other. You know what I mean? Like, I just notice how y'all work as a team, and, like, I think it's something that, that's why I want to interview y'all, because it's like, in terms of, <laughs> I'm bringing that back. We're circling, we circling it back. But that's why I want to, is because, like, when you look at, uh, a successful like black business and a black couple who came in and got it and like made it happen for themselves like y'all are that definition and like you should let people like learn more about who you guys are because there's people that want advice from y'all from a relationship standpoint people that want advice from y'all from a business standpoint you know what I'm saying so um, I'm not gonna force you hey I'm just, not gonna I'm force just putting me. it out there <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so you know, um, what do you see for us? Okay, I'm interviewing you. Interview you've been around, and I don't want you to speak on this. I don't want you to get yourself in no trouble. Okay, but uh, if you can't speak on it, don't speak on it. What do you think about my boy Tyrese and what happened with him and Vlad, Vlad. and how he feel like? Hey, man, you know uh, your culture vulture. <laughs> he feel like he shouldn't have spoke on him to Boosie. I've had these people on my show mm. numerous of times to say, I don't want you speaking on me. But at the end of the day, he's a journalist and he's been doing this for umpteen years and and he he doesn't look like us, but then at the end of the day, this is America. Yeah. So I'm just trying to figure out, you know, but then he's not he's not perfect. I don't put nobody in no box either. Got it. People grow and evolve and yeah. all that good stuff. They go for Tyrese and uh Vlad. But at the end of the day, just Am I doing this right? Because I don't want to just put nobody out there. You know, let me put it in this way. But the way in which the way in which it happened, I don't know if you know the story, but it's um, Vlad invited Tyrese onto the show. He offered him ten thousand. Offered him ten thousand. Mm. He declined because of his. Um, he wanted to probably talk about you know his divorce situation because you know everybody saw that the way how he broke down and what he said and so forth. Got it. But because he did not come on when you know Boosie is very frequent on Vlad. He asked him um, about Did Tyrese. You Did you see Tyrese? what happened to Tyrese? He, I think he has issues. And he was like, no, I didn't see. I didn't, I didn't and see just it. the way how, you know how when you're asking certain questions, even if, you know, he did this laugh, you know, people can try to break down the laugh like what did you mean by that laugh he laughed this way he laughed that way you know what I mean so they made it you know the way in which how everybody's making it sound which it might be exactly how they're making it sound or it might not I don't know got it but Tyrese then came back and said you know don't speak on me you know why do people keep trying to go on this man's platform when all he does is try to break down black folks got it you know what, what I mean what do you okay. think about that Taylor um just from like what y'all are saying and like right. the situation, um, there's two things. I feel like as a journalist, since we're gonna talk about that, as a journalist or a podcaster or whatever that case, like I think we have to like understand that relationships are big. And so, you know, I don't have anything really bad to say about Vlad, but I think um, 
understanding like if someone if I if I had a podcast and somebody told me they don't want to be mentioned on my podcast or they don't want anything to do on my podcast like I wouldn't mention them like I, I just just personally like I, I wouldn't mention them because they're asking not to be like what's what do I gain from you know what I mean like what do I gain from like losing that relationship because the thing about situations is somebody might I've had somebody tell me no you know what I mean like from a from a journalist standpoint that they didn't want to you know go through that story so I could have I could have took it and told the world like you know but it's the the point is like they they I respected their boundaries I respected what they wanted and then I circle back you know I could circle back a year from now and they might feel differently you know what I mean or I could they might circle back and come to me so you don't know so he's burning bridges so to say I don't know but I wouldn't do it mm-hmm. <laughs> like I personally wouldn't move that way but and then in terms of Tyrese like I just feel like sometimes when you get frustrated and you get fed up and you feel like you've done everything that you can do sometimes you feel like you need to go that route um I don't feel like to like I feel like I have friends who are very vocal on social media and that's the route that they want to and he take, is you know and so yeah. if that's if that's his personality and his audience knows that and that's what he wants to do and he feels like he does feel like he's been attacked he's probably attacking back that's probably yeah, what he doing he's defending himself he's probably right. defending himself like hey like I didn't I, t- I told you what it was we were in a private dm and like this is how did it even transition into this so I think honestly maybe offline conversation with them maybe be beneficial you know um I'm really big on like no beefs like but I know that's not realistic <laughs> uh, it might be uh, but I, I'm really big on like the, it, I feel like everything with a conversation and communication and understanding where each person is coming from might break down those barriers but I'm also a big advocate for therapy so that's probably why I feel that way <laughs> so when you think about you know Boosie going on his show all the time like he does is it a thing where he's trying to provoke Boosie to talk about other brothers and, and find a way with, I don't think it's just brothers it's whatever's going on but usually we are the most entertaining people that you ever want to look at you yeah. know as far as our culture and the way we do things I think there the other stuff has no nothing uh, uh, it doesn't stimulate you the same way when you look at the other cultures the other races there's nobody more entertaining than a brother that's that's in rare form or a sister that's doing her thing I think we do it better than everybody I mean yeah. Iggy was close Iggy Azalea had some moments back in the day she pulled up Okay. Uh, that, and she is from Australia but she'd be around the brothers but mm-hmm. uh, Britney Spears was close you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it is nothing, let me tell you now, more entertaining than what you've seen in our people because of all the way. We are very, uh, what, how can I say it? We, man, we bring it when we bring it. Whether it's drama, whether it's sports, whether it's rap, whether it's, we are the ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you we think. are the culture. Um, I, I feel like what, your answer with a question with Boosie, like, I, like, I just, if that's his personality and you know what to expect and you know and even with Vlad bringing Boosie on I, I, you can say that with Vlad and Boosie but like I feel like there's other relationships that you see where that person brings on people multiple times you know what I mean so I think it's just like they're comfortable talking to that journalist they're talk, comfortable talking to if, if Boosie is comfortable talking to Vlad he should continue to talk to Vlad um, that that's how it is if um I think um, Charleston White would say cheese. Charleston White is comfortable talking to say cheese, and that's where he feels like his message is going to be conveyed clearly. He should. I don't, you know, I don't think that there is like a a bad thing to having a personal relationship with somebody who you feel like is better. That's like I said from the beginning. If you have that relationship and people feel comfortable coming to you, then you you've established that, then that's a win. And Boosie know how to sidestep because Boosie didn't answer that question. He's like, I just don't know. Mm. And even if he did, he gonna say, I don't know. 
And um, there's times before, just like Pimpin' Ken came on here, and um, there's a situation where Vlad again asked him about the situation that Pimpin' Ken spoke on. On Boston. Where talk. he oh, wow. knows Pimpin' Ken, and he could have easily reached out to him and asked him to come on the show so we can talk about it, but instead then he asked Boosie, Boosie instead. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it wasn't, this is not like a one-time incident that happened, but again, um, is he the only one that does that? Do other interviewers do that? Um, I'm trying to... They might do it, but they don't good, do it good as Vlad. Vlad is damn good at pretty much uh, giving you a... A situation where it can be very testy. I'll just put it or like that. Or are we just saying that because Vlad is white compared to other people who are that black? That is a big part of it. That's, I mean, that's, that's a huge part I mean. of it. But I, I guess my biggest thing is like... If you had a publicist, and <laughs> if you had a publicist, and you you you, if someone is dealing with your publicist, it, it probably would go a whole different conversation. You know what I mean? But when people are dealing with people one on one, you it is a level of comfortability, you know. And I feel like um, if if they were going through people's publicists and they had teams that were there listening on to the conversation and being like stopping the interview and stuff like that, like when it's something goes left or having talking points or having off limit things, like you wouldn't run into this. And so that's I, a lie because then if you're on a platform- You just call it one with a flat out well, lie. Hold on, because if you're on a platform, you know, thank God we are not live and a lot of these shows aren't live, but if you're on a platform that is live, um, it's already out there. Most of the ones that I personally, I'm talking from the ones that aren't live. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Most of the ones I've dealt with are pre-recorded, okay. um, and I, like even the ones that I've done for other people where I'm interviewing, they're pre-recorded. Their team will let me know. Their team is listening in. If it's virtual, their team is there. If it's in person, like that's the that's the experience. So in terms of live, um, I think just, yeah, because you can't really yeah, you stop can't that. you can't do anything with from a live exactly. standpoint. But a lot of the ones like uh, Vlad or Say Cheese, they're recorded. Yeah, they're pre-recorded they're pre -recorded. interviews. So. Um, I don't, I don't, I think that, uh, I think we need to give everybody grace. Like everybody <laughs> just needs to give each other some grace, honestly, because it's a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that happens in the media is just misunderstandings. Wow. I want to ask you another thing, and it's about something else that's been popping up in the news, man. Um, Jamie Foxx, we ain't seen him no more since that, since he had that, uh, uh, tragic, uh, fatal, uh, going to the hospital. Uh, some people said he was dead already. Yeah. There was a lot being said when he was at the in, the in the hospital. Then when he gets out, there's been no pictures. There's been no visuals. There's people bringing up old stuff yeah. and making it look new just so they can try to get some clicks and some sound bites and yeah. some likes. I've seen them do it. Yeah. Um, I came to a point on News You Can Use and I always said, you know, quit you know, quit trying to act like you don't have no footage of Jamie when Jamie told you what he believed in. Mm -hmm. His grandma, Talon, and the fact, you know, he's from right up the street yeah. here. Mm -hmm. He's right here. And, and I, yeah, so when you look at uh, him and God, the way he felt, I've heard him sing No Weapon. You know what I'm saying? We know this guy and who his character is, but right. we're still trying to figure out ways to try to exploit him mm -hmm. while he's going through his situation. What do you think about that? Uh, I just, health is just so... It's like such a touchy subject, you know what I mean? Like, honestly, I would I, I don't have an opinion. I just I'm, I pray for him and his family, and I really hope that he's okay. Um, I'm a huge Jamie Fox big fan. fan, big Jamie Fox fan. So honestly, it's more so like a concern for him. Make sure he's okay. Like, and you know what? I've noticed about fan bases and me and like people in social media is like. When you start to kind of sidestep, especially when it's someone who's beloved and especially when it's a situation like that's um, 
we're dealing with health or you know things of that sort people will step in for him and mm-hmm. you know his camp don't even have to say anything sometimes people will step in and be like let's just pray for him and right now honestly i feel like we should just pray that's for what him. i stepped in and said on news you mm-hmm. can use i told him hey man come on y'all y'all tripping yeah we know already what this man stood for. We already know how where he come from, aka Eric Bishop, his real name. Mm, you know, yeah, uh, right. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm in this media thing, girl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he's he's so he's he's a freak of nature. Like there'll never be another Jamie Foxx. And um, just just hey man, I just want to you know say we praying for it. Oh yeah, him and his family for sure. I really do hope to see him, you know, back so in action. Back in mm-hmm. action, like, uh, yes. There's nobody like him. But um, I want to go on. I know you have an event coming up soon. I do. And when is this event? And this is your birthday yes, celebration. So I, I talked to you a little bit about DeRose weekend, but like okay. the event on Sunday is my 30th birthday. This so, Sunday? No, no, it's July 9th. July 9th. Um, it's my 30th birthday. Um, and for my 30th, I will be raising money in collaboration with Black Girls Smile. Um, and what we, is Black Girls Smile? It is a mental health nonprofit in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And so we'll be partnering together to create a program for black girls in college, mainly because usually um, when you're in college and you go through a mental health es- episode or if you have like um, a breakdown or anything like that, they typically don't know how to help you. Mm-hmm. And so they they're, they go through they go kind of political. They go they want to protect the or the organization the they want to tech the mm-hmm. yeah the brand the university and so sometimes they tend to make you go home instead of like letting you be here and like figuring you know because if you're in college you don't want to go home you don't want to no. go home you just need support you just need support and so really just getting a peer-to-peer system in place where you have a account pretty much an accountability partner and so we've been working on that um the goal is to have the event to raise money for the program um more than likely i'll have to do multiple events for this but the first event is going to be called dallas nights um, we're bringing out everyone from the city. Um, everyone like who? We got Darrow. We got Lil Will. We got GS Boys, the Party Boys. We got um, B Hamp. Um, it's Lil B Man slash Stay Down Lil B, depending on <laughs> his new brand and stuff. Um, and then we got the new people like Ty Harris, K Baby, Devontae Fields, Eclipse. Um, it, I, I'm pretty much bringing old and new old boy print C4S like old and new Dallas together it's about 20 people on this that's perform. it's crazy packed I have a couple people that are pending right now that I might it might bump up to 21 22 um, but pretty much it's just going to be like people are going to perform um, liquor is going to be drinks on us um, it's provided oh. by tequila with friends wow. um, so you don't have once you buy your ticket for the and your ticket really is a donation to the cause so once you buy your ticket you get in um, the, the theme is 1920s 1930s really so a Harlem come night dressed up. come dressed up come suited and booted come like really uh, what is it Harlem nights with a D-town mm-hmm. twist you know what I mean so um, where is this again the location has not been released yet Mm. I don't blame. How do they find out the location? Yeah, so pretty much you got to get a ticket, and then we'll send an em- uh, an email out to oh. the people. It's yeah, this, very- yeah, yeah, this very late. You can't get in. You get you. How can you? You ain't even in the club. Like you, you can't, can't even get in. We are gonna release it publicly about two weeks before. I would. But, I don't but, but you don't want to release it publicly. No, but please, so no. yeah, because you want to weed out who no, you really want. We don't want nobody. We don't want. <laughs> But pre-sold, are the tickets going to be cheaper pre-sold? And then right get now, closer, how much are tickets right you now? You know what? I'm going I'm to give a little uh, exclusive. So we're about to do a Juneteenth sale. 
for $25. It's going to be 25 tickets available for $25. Okay. Um, the At the door and general admission is up to 50 and then early birds is 35 So. And where can they go? What website? You can go to DTX, Dallas, Texas, DTX, nights.com. Wow. Okay, cool. Man, thank you so much, man. How can people get a hold of you if they're trying to link up with you? Um, you can definitely hit me up on Instagram at Taylor Dynese. That's T-A-Y-L-O-R-D-Y-N-E-S-E. Man, thank you so much for coming on the show. And we love you. We know this ain't our last uh, rodeo. I'm going to be back. You always coming back, right? <laughs> it's family, right? It's family, for boss sure. Boss Talk 101, what it's a boss is It's family when you come. It's family when you come on my podcast. Man, <laughs> hey, man, we got to get out of here, man. She's talking too much now, man. It's been another great segment of Boss Talk 101, what a boss is talk. And we have.